Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The 50,000 watt orange and black home of the Cincinnati Bengals. Cincinnati's ESPN 1530. This is Skyline Chili Cincy 360. About Cincinnati from Cincinnati. Sponsored in part by Skyline Chili. Stop by Skyline Chili for a three-way or cheese coney today. Feeling good? It's Skyline time. This is ESPN 1530, Cincinnati Sports Station. Good afternoon. Happy Friday. Welcome in. It is Cincy 360. Service of Skyline Chili on ESPN 1530, Cincinnati Sports Station. It's Friday. You know what that means. There's Mo. Hi. What's up? How's it going? Feels like we're back to normal. Hear me making mouth noises. It does. It feels you know, like equilibrium is back yes, to where it needs to be. Things are right in the yes, universe. Correct. We're here. Yes. We're going to talk Reds, Bengals, Bearcats today. Yes. I don't know if you know this. I'm sure you listen daily to the show. But I do. We have this talk back segment. Mm-hmm. And on Fridays, we've been trying to really just boost it up a level. So yeah. we've got all these impersonations, all these talkbackers. And one of our talkbackers goes by the name of Loud Talkback Guy. I've heard him. So today yeah. is Loud Talkback Day. That's big. People are calling in to impersonate Loud Talkback Guy mm-hmm. in segment five. You won't be here for that, but I'm sure you'll be listening in I as will you be. prepare for yeah. your show yes. this afternoon. I have to, uh, just a quick wellness check. Yeah. Are you okay? I mean, you're seems like from your social media you're hungry sometimes yeah. when i'm hungry i get angry mm-hmm. i know there's a back and forth between you and austin elmore are, are things good on your end going into this hour i'm a little hungry uh you know austin before this show produces another one so it's hard for him to leave and so i i made an offer to go to the uh, get some lunch yeah but you know i buy you fly pretty uh, simple concept right. right like i'll go i'll go get the food i'll That's go understood nationally. i don't have to be here until noon i can go but then it's on you mm-hmm. right and my man turned me down again. He's also in the past turned down We Buy He Flies. Correct. Oh, I'm more than willing to do the buying. In this case, he mm. couldn't fly. Yep. I offered to fly. But the concept is I buy you fly, nice. right? Nice. And I've worked with this man now for five years. He has yet to embrace this. You just wonder at some point when it'll click. When we'll start to see a change. If it hasn't yet, when will it Right. Ever? Right? Question I ask many times. I buy if not, now you win. fly, and so uh, I typically like to be well fed. Yeah. And uh, let me just here. I'll pull back the curtain. Okay. I'm trying to eat a little bit better. Yeah. Especially in the morning. Okay. This morning I had to uh, run an important errand. I had to be in Fairfield at wow. 7:30 this morning. Wow. Right. I didn't have time mm-hmm. with everything going on to sit down and have breakfast. So I run the errand. I do what I got to do. I'm back in Kenwood by 8.15. Yeah. Ordinarily, I would go and eat something awful for me. Instead, I went to Panera, and I had a summer fruit bowl. Sounds great. It was awful. Yeah. Okay? I don't want to sit there and eat nothing but a bowl of fruit. I did that. Mm-hmm. And now I'm irritable because I didn't have a very fulfilling breakfast in an effort to eat better. So I said, screw that. I'm going to eat something else. And uh, my man Austin, again, I buy you fly, was happy to go fly mm. to get him something. Yeah. But since I was flying, he was it buying. Was 
Hard pass. Travesty. What is in a summer fruit bowl? And how fruit. is that different from a spring or winter fruit bowl? It's a terrific bowl? question, and I don't know. I was okay. lucky I got service. Uh, <laughs> I was just lucky that they waited on me. Fruit is seasonal. You had some uh, strawberries. No. no, it's not. You had some blueberries. You had uh, some pineapple. Mm. You had some tangerine-ish mm. thing in there, and it was fine. It wasn't the biggest fruit bowl ever for what I paid uh, it wasn't as good as what I ordinarily would have gotten at a different place that would have allowed me to sit on my car as mm. the food was handed to me, but I felt better about eating healthy. It is a good question, though. What is in a winter fruit bowl? Can we go around the room? What's our favorite berry? Straw. Okay. Straw. Mm. Black over here. Now, if it was just fruit in general. Nobody goes rasp. If it's fruit in general. Oh, raspberries and cream, though, are good. Watermelon any day of the week. Yeah, I'm, I'm okay. You, are you one of those people? Do you salt your watermelon? Absolutely not. Yes. Okay. As long as it's wow. in the fridge, okay. yeah, it comes out of the fridge cold. Nothing better. That's what my grandmother did. That's what I do. Okay. Mm. Good. Now enough. that's not going to bother you, right? Your weekend's right. not going to be ruined by the fact that I <laughs> put something in my body that you might not like. I just got another vote on Twitter for uh, mayo on burgers. Gosh. Wow. We're not going back to that. Please don't. <laughs> We're not going back to that. Let's start with this. Let's do a football segment. Fruit bowl for this first one. Summer. Fruit Bowl. Fruit Bowl. Fruit Bowl. Summer. Sports Boy has Fruit Bowl. Yeah. More today at 3.05. You know, I didn't go and, and crush like four sausage sandwiches like I wanted to. <laughs> didn't go get like eight pancakes, trying to do a little bit better, and I get a Fruit Bowl. He call you Sport Boy? He did. Sport Boy does Fruit Bowl. Yes. All right, let's talk about the Bengals for a second. Okay. We are, uh, we're less than 20 days away from training camp. Pretty exciting. We are. We have... We've exhausted every avenue of this offseason. Mm-hmm. We've talked about every position group. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you about the head coach, Zach Taylor. Rocky Boyman came in earlier this week, and I asked him kind of what his storyline is or what he's most intrigued to see this season outside of the, the normal, you know, what's Joe Burrow going to do, what's Jamar Chase going to do. Mm-hmm. He answered Zach Taylor. Yeah. So I thought back a year ago today, if we were doing this show asking the biggest question for the Bengals, they had come off a four-win season. I feel like most of our answer was the health of Burrow mm-hmm. and is Zach Taylor the guy or not? Mm-hmm. Two wins, four wins, Super Bowl run. He's now in his career 16-32-1. Is Zach Taylor, I'm not saying under a microscope this year, but from a coaching standpoint, it feels like this is the year we actually learn who and what Zach Taylor truly is. I think I've I've kind of positioned it this way, that among the things that make me believe the Bengals uh, could be better from a win-loss perspective is I still feel like Zach Taylor is growing into the role, and I think he would be the first to tell you that. I, I think sometimes we discount that like coaches do get better at their jobs. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to. I've, I've said it this as well. Everybody gets better at their job but me. But, I mean, that's that's the idea, right? With experience, you improve, and th- that can happen if you're going from year one to two. It can happen if you're going from year 14 to 15. And so I, I think Zach, if you were to really press him, would say, yeah, I'm still kind of growing into the role of an NFL head coach. Uh, you and I have talked about this, and we did often last year. The, the macro stuff with Zach I, I think is terrific, and I think the Bengals got elite coaching in the postseason mm-hmm at least until they called that running play with Samaj P. Ryan on third and one against the Rams. But I think from a situational perspective now, like they've they fixed the locker room, his fingerprints are all over the the roster. They've gotten Joe Burrow ready to go. He've they've they've aided in his development. 
Now it's situational football. Now the micro stuff matters more because that could be the difference between this team uh, getting to where we want to go and not. And let's face it, in the Super Bowl, to a degree, it was the difference. So, uh, i.e., San Francisco, they J- Joe Burrow carries them to one of the coolest comebacks I've ever seen. They they they're within striking distance in overtime, and they take the ball out of his hands. Yeah. Uh, let's give the ball to Samaj P. Ryan and have him run right at Aaron Donald on third and one. So questionable th- losses. Yeah, the, I mean, the Jets was a bad loss. The Bears sure. was a bad loss. Now, yeah. granted, Burrow threw three picks and three plays. Yeah, but but to me, it's the continuation of the growing into his role, and now we're focused a little bit more on the micro. Zach Taylor's not going anywhere. Correct. <laughs> I mean, that, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's he's been. The... Oh, is he? Oh, is he going somewhere? You buying? <laughs> Austin's heading, heading downstairs. We have some breaking news out of Major League Soccer, Tony and Mo. It is now official. FC Cincinnati have acquired striker Sergio Santos from the Philadelphia Union. Sergio expected to surge with speed on the front end for FC Cincinnati with a big match coming up this weekend. Is it going to be in uniform tomorrow night? That's a good question. They're taking on the top seed in the Eastern Conference, the New York Red Bulls. I gave Austin an over-under yesterday. Yeah. Half point. Over-under for FC tomorrow night. He took the over. I'm going over. Okay. Yeah. Do I have to call the New York team by its name? Am I being paid by Red Bull? No. No, I'm calling them the New York soccer team. No, they aren't the New York Yet a weird concept to buy in and make a team better halfway through the season. It's interesting. It was almost like a team a year ago that was in contention halfway through the season. Hey, they went and got Luis Sessa. You're right. And Michael Givens. You're right. (laughs) Um, Uh, But anyway, look, I I think it's, it's... it's Zach growing more into the role that I think is is interesting and and could make make a difference. CBS Sports mm-hmm. ranked their coaches. Zach Taylor came in at fifteen. Pro Football Focus ranked him twenty second. So the they said he might be the biggest wild card in the entire group. I agree. How about these coaches ahead of him? Cliff mm-hmm. Kingsbury. Okay. Agree or disagree? Uh, I would put him below Zach Taylor. Kevin Stefanski. Um, right around the same. Frank Reich. Oh, God, below Zach Taylor. Yeah, he's 12th on this. Yeah. Number 11, Doug Peterson. He's won a Super Bowl. Mike Vrabel, Kyle Shanahan, Pete Carroll, Matt LaFleur, Sean McDermott, Harbaugh, Tomlin, Belichick, McVay, Reed. Um, I'm a big Mike Vrabel fan, but Zach Taylor outcoached Mike Vrabel he did. in the playoff game last year. He did. I think Zach Taylor's kind of middle of the pack. I mean, but I mean, the reality is he's three years into his career and he's appeared in a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Um, and I talked about this the week of the Super Bowl next to an ice chest that you <laughs> you had a. I mean, Zach Taylor had a chance to to have something that it took Andy Reid a dozen years to get. Mm-hmm. Um, something that it took John Harbaugh a few years to get. Something that you know, is that eluded Marty Schottenheimer, who many believe should be in the Hall of Fame. I mean, he had a chance, and still, he's very young in his NFL head coaching career, and I think there's a lot to like. I don't think we give coaching enough credit for getting Joe Burrow ready to play week one, game one, of his rookie season with no yeah. preseason. I, the The... You know, everybody said when they drafted Burrow that the coaching was going to work against him. I don't think that that's necessarily been the case. But, you know, you and I, throughout the course of the season last year, scratched our head at a few decisions. And I think seeing how he evolves when it comes to in-game decision-making is going to be interesting. I, I think he's 
I think it's fair to say sort of middle of the pack, but I also feel like you're ranking some guys ahead of Zach because of what they've accomplished, right? Like Zach Taylor right. has a better team than Mike Tomlin this year, right? Mm-hmm. So the, the question for me would be, let's say you took Pittsburgh's team this season, which you go, okay, defensively they're going to be pretty good. Offensively, God, I don't know. Mm-hmm. If you say, but you say about the Steelers, God, you know what? Tomlin's going to have him competitive. Yeah. If you put Zach Taylor in Pittsburgh with this year's team, do you go, you know what? Zach Taylor's going to make him p- competitive. He's not at that level yet, Correct. right? Um, Room to grow. Obviously, he's going into his fourth year. Right. Like right now, you look at the Bengals and you're like, God, the roster's great. Yep. The, the, the roster's very good. The quarterback is great. They're elite. They're elite at wide receiver. They don't have a glaring hole anywhere. Well, what's going to happen when you look at a Bengals team and you're like, you know what? They're deficient here and they don't have this. But I tell you what, with that coach, they're going to be a tough out. You say that about John Harbaugh and you say that about Mike Tomlin and you say that about Andy Reid. Uh, You don't say that about Zach Taylor quite yet. And we're not going to say it this year because those things that I just mentioned aren't true. They have a great quarterback and a very good roster and there's not a lot of holes. But when do you look at the Bengals and go, they have an advantage over their competition week to week because of their coach because of their coach they have a they have an advantage over like you look at pittsburgh and you go you know what under tomlin they're always competitive Mm -hmm. they're going to be a tough out because of him motivationally even though mike tomlin i think loses a lot of points when it comes to game management they have an edge because of their coach i don't think you say that yet about zach taylor but i think one day you could let me just make this hard on you who's a better coach zach taylor or luke fickle luke fickle yes Speaking of Luke Fickle. I mean, they're different jobs. Right. Speaking of Luke Fickle and the Bearcats. Now, who's a better gatherer of personnel? Duke Tobin or Luke Fickle? Man, Luke's crushed it. He has. Luke has crushed it. He has. We were questioning Duke Tobin a year ago at this time as well. I mean, well. Luke Fickle took UC to the college football playoff. Correct. Uh, I never thought in my lifetime that would happen. I always assumed in my lifetime the Bengals would go to the Super Bowl at some point. Zach Taylor did that. So Luke Fickle Zach in. Ta- Zach Taylor did not earn Joe Burrow. Luke Fickle earned his players. That's the nature of the two jobs. Luke Fickle comes in in 2017. Mm-hmm. I would say the best win that year was against two. Marshall? 2017? I mean, they get trounced by Michigan. They were four, four plays away yeah. from going 1-11. and 11. Yes. So let's just Mar- – we'll, we'll cross that out anyway – 2018, they go to UCLA, mm-hmm. and they get this big upset win. That was the Des Ritter came in in the third series game, mm-hmm. never relinquished the job. At that point, 2018, UCLA was Luke Fickle's marquee win. Flash uh, ahead, sure. 2019, mm-hmm. they beat UCLA at Nippert. They get trounced by Ohio State. But that year, they beat UCF. Mm-hmm. But that's a conference win. Mm-hmm. We're looking out of conference. Uh, 2020... I just, out of conference, was just weird because of what was happening with COVID. Yeah, there were not. 2021, at Indiana, Mm -hmm. at Notre Dame. Mm -hmm. Clearly, Notre Dame was his best out of conference win. Right. Going to the Rose Bowl was cool. Mm -hmm. That was a bad UCLA team. Correct. This year. And the UCLA team that came here wasn't much better. Yes. September 3rd, Mm -hmm. they opened up against Arkansas, who many believe to be a top 20 preseason team. Mm -hmm. They were favorites going into Notre Dame. They are underdogs currently, six and a half, seven and a half against Arkansas. Mm-hmm. Would this be Luke Fickle's best out of conference win? 
Well, the Notre Dame game will always have extreme significance for a ton of reasons, not the least of which is it really propelled them into the college football playoff conversation. Mm -hmm. And it was what you could point to no matter what when you were talking about other teams that might leapfrog them or could lay claim to, to one of those four spots. But the reality is the Bearcats were favored in that game. Yes. I think, and you and I talked about it uh, for a while, Cincinnati had the better roster. Mm -hmm. They had the better quarterback. And, yeah, it's the mystique of uh, South Bend that wasn't a Notre Dame team that was overly impressive going in. And every time somebody would say to me, why is Cincinnati favored? I would say because they have the better They're team. They're better. Now, I get it. Brian Kelly playing in that venue, the atmosphere in the stadium, and what it did to propel them seriously into the conversation for college football playoff, all those things are significant. And to this day in my home office, I have a photo of Dan Horde and I smoking cigars mm -hmm. in front of Touchdown Jesus that will never go away. At the same time, the Arkansas game, they're seven-and-a-half-point dogs right now. Real quick on that, if, mm -hmm. if today mm -hmm. we knew – Ben Bryant's the guy. Yeah. Evan Prater's the guy. Mm -hmm. Does that change that line? Does that change the understanding going into that game? Or does this huge question at quarterback cause yeah. a lot of intrepidation to this team? Because from a roster standpoint, mm -hmm. they might have the best tight end group in the country. Mm -hmm. Their offensive line is supposed to be a strength. Mm -hmm. Corey Kiner is back. Their run, this running, their game running game is going to be fantastic. If they deploy those guys yes. correctly, yes. They have better receivers. Mm -hmm. And I know they lose a lot on defense, but the caliber of players coming in are high-quality high players. Mm -hmm. If their quarterback situation was decided confidently, is that a different line at Arkansas? No. It's a good I, Arkansas team. Sam Pittman, yeah. what they've done, SEC on the road. I mean – there's still a lot of questions in that secondary. Yes. Everybody beyond Arquan Bush. Mm -hmm. But Javon Hicks. Uh, correct. Yes. So I don't think the line moves either way. Ben Bryant had a nice year at Eastern Michigan. Not like he was the Mac player of the year, mm -hmm. right? I mean, he gained experience and is the odds on favor to get the, the starting gig. But I think regardless, in terms of positioning the game, if they beat Arkansas, okay, and that's a big if, if they beat Arkansas – we're going to do the same thing I did in 2009 with you guys. Show I'm going to look me, at yeah. the schedule and Show go, who are they losing to? Who are they going to be underdogs against? And I don't think you're going to find anybody. I do believe they're going to be picked as preseason favorites to win the AAC. I voted in the media poll yesterday. I voted for UC to win the AAC, and I didn't feel bad about it. I do think the gap between Cincinnati and Houston is closer than last year, but the Bearcats and Cougars don't play against each yeah. other. I think at SMU, at UCF is the two – Hardest road. That's a back-to-back -back stretch. Uh -huh. Those are two tough games, but they'll be favored against Indiana at home. They'll yes. be heavy favorites against Miami of Ohio. Mm -hmm. And they'll be favorites against every other team in the AAC. So I agree. That conversation starts if that Arkansas win happens. Mm -hmm. For that Arkansas game, when does a quarterback need to be decided? Is this something that goes up to the game? Yeah. Is this something where I, I foresee both quarterbacks playing in this game you think both are going to play I think I think there's a Prater package I think you see two or three series at least with Evan Prater I think Ben Bryant's the guy but from a team standpoint and Luke Fickle's huge on competition Des Ritter mm -hmm. competed every year whether you want to call it that or not he yeah. competed for the job um how important is that now you know Camp Higher Ground's coming up the former September quarterback 3rd. is asking me yeah <laughs> I, I mean look I, I think you have to go into training camp with an idea you have to get to camp higher ground and start giving one or the other mm -hmm. first-team reps. Now, you could say it's a competition, and you could chart stuff, 
but someone has to take more first-team reps. You don't play Kennesaw State September 3rd. Yeah. You're at Arkansas. So let me ask you this, okay? Are you making the quarterback decision based on that week one game? Yes. Because I think most of us would say you're better equipped to beat Arkansas if it's Bryant, mm -hmm. right? Now, I'm a proponent of Prater being the guy because I think this year's team is better than the 2018 team. And the 2018 team won a lot of games. Yes. I don't want to say in spite of Des Ritter, but he wasn't the main reason why. But I think the experience he gained long that leash. season paid off. He had a long leash the first couple of and years. And that's another question. How long is a leash for whoever the starter is? I think with Evan Prater, you can do the same thing. I think you can win games in spite of his lack of experience, but enable him to gain experience that's going to pay off later. But the reality is... Evan Prater starting and playing the majority of the game probably gives you less of a chance of winning at Arkansas. So I guess what I would want to know is, are they making the decision based on who we play week one? Mm -hmm. Because I think you would agree, then it probably makes sense for, for, ben, for ben to be the guy. The conversation, if they open up against Kennesaw State, mm -hmm. completely different. No doubt. Completely different. But you and I talked before the show, it's game one. Mm -hmm. The... The outpouring if they lose game one versus if they win game one. Oh my God. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine what it is? Yeah. Because it, it would feel losing out art well, the season's lost. Essentially it's not because you run the table what from a there. Dumb way of looking at exactly. it. But yeah, you, but, you but and I both know people base, will. That's yes. how it'll be. Right. Um now beat Arkansas, whether it's Ben Bryan or not, they propel look out because then you're going to start having the conversation you just talked about. Yeah, I, I think there's a difference between biggest non-conference win and most unlikely. Yeah. I felt like they were going to beat Notre Dame. and that's... Yeah, it was a weird confidence. Yeah. This is a weird unknown. Yes. Because Des Ritter's not there. It's not as experienced a team. Right. There's, not, there's, there's more, talent. There's more unknowns. Yeah. Right, so... Um, but, I, you know, you mentioned the leash, and so there's a couple of other things about the Bryant Prater thing. The first would be, how long is the leash? Because you and I spent a lot of time, let's look back at 2019, going, I'm not sure if they should play Dez in the second half of this game. Mm -hmm. Or, God, you know what? Does it make sense to give Ben they Bryant went into a look? The, was it, when did they go into the bye week and we said, you got to make a change? 2020, after 2020, three weeks. You have to make a change. And Dez, to his credit, balls out against SMU. Yep. So I guess what, you know, but, but also... Des never had a backup like uh, Ben Bryant would be Evan Prater's backup this year, right. a more experienced Ben Bryant, or never had a guy like Evan Prater that uh, would be waiting in the wings for mm -hmm. uh, Ben Bryant. So uh, it, for me, that's a very big question. How long is the leash? And the other one would be, in this day and age where backup quarterbacks transfer, if you make Ben the guy, are you at all worried that Evan's going right. to go, cool, I'm, I'm hitting the road? Well, let's not only think about that. Mike Denbrock's gone. Mm -hmm. You got a new play caller, Gino yeah. Gadouli. Say what you want about Mike Trestle year two. Mike Trestle, to me, this is his year one. Agreed. That was cruise control last year. Mm -hmm. You hit all the dudes. Special teams, Kerry Combs is back. There's a lot of coaching questions on this team as well. Luke Fickle's the constant. Luke Fickle remains at the top. But Luke Fickle has been a guy very minute. He relies on those assistants. Mm -hmm. Marcus Freeman, Mike Trestle, Mike Denbrock. Now what happens next for this team? This is a... Again, last season in the AAC, moving to the Big 12 real quick. And by the way, I don't think for a second Luke Fickle will worry no. that a quarterback is no. going to transfer. Good, yeah. I, there's a lot of coaches that would make that decision based on, OMG, this guy's going to transfer. No. 
I think Luke, well, I think Luke Fickle, I don't think it enters his mind. There are very few coaches in America as secure with who they are and in their roles as Luke Fickle. I think if if you said to Luke Fickle, well, if you make Ben the guy, Evan's going to transfer, Luke would go, huh? Okay. Right. Well, see ya. I mean, I, I don't think that enters into his decision making. Yeah. But you know for a lot of people that will be a part of the discourse. I have said from from day one, no idea – how or why Ben Bryant would leave a starting job to come back and be a backup. He did. It's hard for me to believe. Right. Um, so for this team. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. AAC this year, they go into the Big 12 real quick. Uh, the Big 12 this year, Baylor, I believe, is picked to win it. Mm-hmm. Would this year's UC Bearcats be the favorite to win the Big 12 this year? My guess is for most the answer would be no, but I think they would be picked to finish second. Yeah. This Top year's three, team. For sure. Yeah. I agree. I think, and that's a statement about the league mm-hmm. as much as it is a statement about UC. I, actually, I'm, I'm going to guess UC would be picked to finish third in this year's Big 12. I could see that. But I think... But they're top three. I don't think it's beyond the realm of expectation that one year from now, when the Big 12 poll comes out, assuming mm-hmm. even still Texas and Oklahoma still in it, I don't think it's beyond expectation that a year from now, the Bearcats will be picked Agreed. to win that conference. Agree. Good way to end it. Let's break. <laughs> yes. Let's come back. I know you've been waiting for it. Let's talk Reds. Let's talk a huge series split against the Pittsburgh Pirates yesterday in a doubleheader. Cincy 360, service of Skyline Chili on ESPN 1530 Cincinnati Sports Station. Now your chance to win $1,000. Just enter this nationwide. To learn more, Yankees voked up on the season. How about the night before? <laughs> the the Pittsburgh broadcast team. <laughs> Stanton homers to make it 15-0. They Just, were angry. This is ridiculous. Yeah. Um, that Pirates team came in yesterday, and they split with the Cincinnati Reds, mm-hmm. which begs the question, Mo. It felt like the best day to get a series win. Yeah. Tampa, the Yankees, the Cardinals, the Marlins, the Orioles, all ahead in July. Mm-hmm. You said yesterday they don't get a series win in July. Correct. So let's just say they don't win a series in July. Okay. We just heard Austin break in earlier. With the news from FC Cincinnati, mm-hmm. they've made an in-season acquisition, trying to better their team in the immediate and the future. Mm-hmm. Xavier basketball did the same thing. Mm-hmm. They were not accepting what Travis Steele was bringing. They bring in Sean Miller. Mm-hmm. UC moves on from John Brandon. Mm-hmm. Wes Miller is now the head coach. FC Cincinnati was the laughing stock of MLS a year ago. Mm-hmm. They undertake 
a huge offseason transformation. Here we're talking about them with their biggest match tomorrow night as one of the best stories in MLS. Mm -hmm. The Bengals, laughing stock for years in the National Football League, bring in Zach Taylor. They make changes at the top. They are now a team that can contend for Super Bowls. The Reds are in this weird no-man's land where we don't hear at all from anyone above the organization. It is dead silent. There's no direction. We don't know what the plan is in place. David Bell, before the game yesterday, essentially says, look, we're just trying to get by. We're just trying to figure out what's going on. And you could tell he caught himself right away. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we want to win, mm-hmm. but they didn't even have a starting pitcher for the, the second game yesterday. Which I, I think people are making too much of a big deal about. It's, it's, it's a doubleheader in the middle of the season. Right. They just lose Tyler Malley. It was going to be a bullpen game. They wanted to yes. see who was available. Mike Miner, the experiment has failed. He's been awful. <laughs> is there, between now and the end of the season, someone that is going to take the fall in this Reds organization, whether that be Zinter, Johnson, Bell, Crawl, or in what could be the worst season in Reds history, does everything just stay right where it is? Are you firing somebody so people have a head to dance around, or are you firing somebody because you think there's somebody better and uh, in 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 the wings to replace them that I'm makes the firing franchise better? Someone because what is happening right now is not good enough, and I know that. To the fault of, to to no fault of David Bell or the hitting and pitching, like this roster is terrible. Is there, a, I mean, there's not a manager that's going to come in and make this a playoff team right now. I don't believe good organizations scapegoat. I don't believe successful organizations in any realm scapegoat. I'm not a fan of scapegoating. Uh, I'm not a fan of well, we got to do something so that the public has some meat to chew on. I, I just I, don't, I just want a direction. I don't. That's fine. I want a plan. I don't know that firing a hitting coach tells you anything about a direction. I don't know that moving on from David Bell tells you anything about direction. Direction to me has to do with how are we going to repair the roster and what direction are we going to go in terms of making our baseball team better. They don't have enough good players. So Start if- with that. The, the hitting coach is inconsequential. For my entire sports talk radio career, I've taken phone calls about the hitting coach. I, I just – now, if the idea is this guy's philosophies are a bad fit with the direction we want to go in, and we're going to bring in this guy, and here's why, and here's how it reflects what we're thinking organizationally, well, I'm here for that. But that's, but that's my question, because what did we see from this pitching staff the last couple of years? There was rise. Mm-hmm. There was increase. Mm-hmm. A lot of that was, to what people thought, what Kyle Bodie brought to the table, sure. they make the organizational shift that they're not going in that direction. For two years now in a row, we saw a, a bad bullpen and now a worse bullpen. Yeah. And now you have really no options in the bullpen. Who's developing this talent? How is the talent being developed? Because if we're talking about whether they make deals at the deadline to get young players that are MLB ready mm-hmm. or farm system guys, those players still have to develop. Are you trusting right now with the current structure in place that that development is going to happen at a high enough level for this team to be competitive? No, uh, because I need to see results. Um, but but I, I think the bullpen thing is more of, of just how they've handled it and how they've invested in it. I don't know that that is much of a development issue as much as it is a they disregard that area of their team issue. Um, and they've had some bad luck. I mean, it'd be great if TJ Antone was was healthy. It'd have been nice last year. Had Amir Garrett Lucas pitched Sims as well as out. we thought. Yeah, and Lucas Sims is okay. Mm-hmm. Lucas Sims had a really nice 2020 and 20 games. But I mean, that's 
to me, that's been an area of the team that they've just sort of, are, let's fill it with random dudes and some guys who maybe used to be good and dudes who are failed starters more than anything else. I don't really attribute that to development. I, I do think it hurts them that, first of all, the guy that I, I think everybody in the organization thought could be the spokesperson for what's next put his foot in his mouth, and now nobody wants to hear from Phil Castellini. Mm-hmm. I don't think Nick Crawl's strength is articulating what the plan is. I just don't. That doesn't mean he's a bad baseball executive. Uh, I think I think the way that they could best demonstrate the direction they're going in would be to allow Nick Crawl to do what's needed to trade away every conceivable commodity for the best package of players available. Mm-hmm. If Luis Castillo is still on this team on August 3rd, my question will be, What's the plan? Right. If Brandon Drury is still on this team on August the third, my question will be, well, what what does that represent? I but those aren't those aren't firings. Those are actions by a front office. Mm-hmm. I think you're being fair if you wonder if ownership is gonna say to Nick, don't do this because of the optics of it. Correct. But I'm just not a big fan of firing people just so everybody has a head on a stick and it makes us feel better. That's very short term. Um I don't think firing people represents a plan. I think firing people in many respects represents, uh, well, we gotta we gotta do something. We gotta blame somebody. I'm not into blame. I'm into solutions. And I don't know that firing somebody for the sake of firing somebody represents a solution. But you're you're a plan. A plan. I think that's what everyone's asking. Uh, but but to me, a pl- what is the plan? A plan is. Di- but uh, it, I think you'll have a better sense of what the plan is on August third. Yeah, currently constructed. What's the plan for the future of this organization? I think that's an unknown. So the the key guy to me is Castillo. Right, Castillo. Who tonight. I mean, if this game gets played tonight, yeah, Luis Castillo uh, versus was it Shane McLaughlin? I mean, leads the nine and, and three, everything. one seven four ERA leads in ERA plus strikeouts is great. Yeah, what a pitching matchup. Mm-hmm. But Luis Castillo, I agree. This is centered around what you do with arguably at the deadline the most sought after starting pitcher available. Right. So if Luis Castillo is not here on August 3rd, that tells you somebody told Nick Crawl, do not trade him. Mm-hmm. Because from a pure baseball standpoint, no brainer. it's a no-brainer. He is the best and right now healthiest arm on the market. He is a precious commodity because he's not making a ton of money and he's under team control for next year. His value will not be higher this offseason than it is right now, and it will not be higher a year from now than it is right now. There are I've read two different pieces today about how many teams are interested in Luis Castillo. If he's here on August 3rd, it, it will tell you somebody told Nick Crawl, do not trade him. Yeah. And then you wonder, what's the plan? Now, based on what they get for Luis Castillo, you might be better it might be easier for you to identify what they're doing. It's we're not going to win next year. We're going to win or try to win in 24 or 25. I think that's the central piece to all this. If he is here on August the 3rd, it is going to tell you they're pivoting from the plan or they're stuck in neutral or they're in limbo and we don't know. If he's not here, I think it's pretty easy to tell what the plan is. Almost poetic justice this weekend. The Rays come into town. Mm-hmm. Luis Castillo, Hunter Green, Nick Lodolo. Yep. Three very interesting, for different reasons, things to watch for the Reds. One, a guy that could be the most sought-after guy in the market. Two, Hunter Green, who has struggled as of late, mm-hmm. giving up the most home runs in baseball. And three, Nick Lodolo, who dazzled in awesome. his return. He was awesome. Yeah. Three really key things to watch. And you're playing a team that, by all accounts, has it figured out. They are a small market team. 
and yet every year they find a way to compete. Mm-hmm. They have found a way in that organization to develop. They don't pay these long-term contracts, yet Tampa Bay, year in and year out, has been relevant and competitive. That is a model that if you're not going to spend a ton of money, the Reds need to start adapting to, and now you get that team coming in with three really good pitching matchups this weekend. You're Everybody, you're right. You're 100% right. I, I think, though, the difference between the Reds and the Rays, and I think the people who run the Reds would tell you this, the, the Rays don't worry about drawing fans because they're not. So they don't Correct. care. They do not. The Reds care. They care about drawing fans. Oh. Now, many of us would say, well, if you win consistently enough, unlike in Tampa Bay, you are going to draw fans. That doesn't really happen uh, down there in St. Petersburg. But the Rays act completely independent of what yes. the public temperature is. It is just, it's literally that, that clubhouse and that right. front office. That's all I care about. They act completely. I have a, a very good friend of mine who is involved in Tampa Bay Rays broadcasting, and he will tell you that, that they do not care. Mm-hmm. They do not, they, they don't worry about fan favorites. They don't worry about how it's going to impact them at the gate, in large part because nobody goes anyway. Yeah. The Reds don't do it that way. It, they, they they do not. There's a reason why Bob Castellini wouldn't let Dick Williams trade Billy Hamilton. OMG, he's a fan favorite. Now, my counter yeah. to that would have been, well, who cares about a fan favorite if nobody's coming to watch him play? So, all right, if you want the Rays to operate, if you want the Reds to operate like the Rays, you are going to be asking them to act independent of how you feel about your favorite player. Yes. By the way, I'm okay with that because all I care about is winning. Mm-hmm. But... That's the difference, and it's a difference that I think a lot of people are willing to talk about, but if it became reality, they would not be willing to embrace it. Yeah, I, I just... With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. If you're looking for something to watch the next few weeks of the, the season for the Reds and what they decide to do is a big example of what the future for this organization holds. Yeah, the, the biggest day of the year for the Reds is August 2nd. Yes. And the time leading up to that. And if you want to demonstrate to people what the plan is, that's the time to do it. Mm-hmm. And if we're still sitting here with a lot of these guys that could be traded, starting with Luis Castillo, I think all of us are going to wonder what are you doing? Right. And I know the, you know, the optics of a fire sale and what it's going to do for, who cares? If you want a clear picture of what the plan is, then come August the 3rd, there's a whole bunch of guys we're learning about because the Reds acquired them via trade. Yeah. Quick hits, locks of the night. When we come back, Cincy 360, a service of Skyline Chili on ESPN 1530, Cincinnati Sports Station. Continues on ESPN 1530, Cincinnati Sports Station. It's time for Cincy 360 Quick Hits on ESPN 1530. Here we are, Quick Hits, Cincy 360, 
service of Skyline Chili. It is looking more and more like you're going to get a Kyrgios Djokovic Wimbledon final. Djokovic up a break and two sets to one. How do you feel about Kyrgios getting a uh, a bye into Love the it. final? You're Love okay it. with that? I hope the guy wins. Yeah. I think he's a clown. Either, but, a joker but wipes that. The- grass with them but it's interesting for tennis i've watched more of wimbledon than i have any other tennis tournament yeah i think that's fair i just think he's a clown i like him wearing jordans well that's kind of (laughs) cool i wish more teams wore jordans i wish a area college basketball team that i really root for would wear jordans Uh, we touched on this give me a pair we touched on this earlier and austin broke the news fc cincinnati makes an addition this is arguably the biggest game in tql stadium history right Tomorrow night? From an um, FC standpoint. From an FC standpoint, yeah. There's been bigger games, uh, but... U.S. men's qualifier. The New York <laughs> Soccer Club comes in. Yeah, I'm not calling them by their name. They're leading the East. Pay me. FC Cincinnati has been on a tear lately. Mm-hmm. Um, this is when when it was originally thought MLS coming to Cincinnati, this is what you would hope for. So they stood toe-to-toe a couple of weeks ago against the defending league champ and couldn't finish the deal. They've stood toe-to-toe with uh, the Philadelphia Union, who at the time were leading the East. Now they're playing the Eastern-leading New York soccer team. Yes. And, uh, yeah, I mean, if if you want to be taken seriously, go and, and get three points against, right now, the conference's best in your own building. That should be a lot of fun tomorrow. One of my favorite golf tournaments is this weekend. The is the Live Golf. No, oh, no but they do have cool jets. Yeah, it is the uh, the American Century Championship, mm-hmm. the, the Lake Tahoe, Lake Tahoe event. Yeah, if there is a bucket list of events to ever play in, I just I, I just feel like that's so cool. Yeah, I love. You got the the fans all over the course, mm-hmm. and it's as loose of a golf tournament as I remember seeing. Um, but there are bets being made. Mm-hmm. Charles Barkley to finish in the top 70. <laughs> Betters are taking that bet. Steph Curry says no chance. Right. But it's interesting golf. Steph is playing. Steph is playing. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of uh, Travis Kelsey's there. Mm-hmm. Coming off a win when he played with Justin Timberlake and some other outing. Yeah. Tough offseason for those guys. <laughs> it's really you know, yes. Carson really Palmer plays in that event. Still? Yeah. AJ Hawk plays in that event. What do you, Pat McAfee's in it this Beast. year? Yeah. What do you? What is like the threshold of like level of stardom you have to reach to get the invite to that event? It's pretty massive because a lot of celebrity events, like we have the celebrity softball game coming mm-hmm. up. I won't know. I'll know who the former players are and maybe right. like one or two people. No idea. Or the celebrity game at the NBA All Star Game, mm-hmm. and it's a bunch of like TikTok people and nothing against people who are huge into TikTok. That's just not my jam. Like, I don't know who TikTok influencers are, and I'm never going to. Yes. I don't like there's a woman in town who's apparently a huge TikTok person. Really? And somebody at work said to me, mentioned this person, and I said, I don't know who that is. Yeah. And they looked at me like I deflated the tires of their car. And I'm like, I'm sorry. That's, that's not my realm. It's not my jam. I don't know who that is. I'm sure they're awesome at what they do. It feels like at the American Century Championship, you got high end actors, or at mm-hmm. least actors that people have heard of. And like legitimately famous people from sports, yeah. like like uh, Tim Brown, you know, mm-hmm. Heisman Trophy winner, Hall of Famer, yeah. Charles Barkley, legend, Jay Billis, who is great. Uh, Steph Curry is going to be there. There's probably a handful of other people that I don't know who they are. Like Marshall Falk is there yeah. in the Hall of Fame. Just always stars. High end, high end guys. Connor Orr. You yeah. told me this earlier. Mm-hmm. 
Connor Orr for Sports Illustrated yeah. wrote an article on the 12 teams that could actually win a Super Bowl this year. Connor Orr, who picked the Bengals to go 3-14 and 14 last season. Yeah. This year, here are his 12 teams in no particular order. Mm-hmm. Buffalo, Cincinnati, Baltimore, Indianapolis, Dallas, Kansas City, the Chargers, who everyone, the Darlings, the Chargers, <laughs> the Broncos, the Raiders, the Packers, the Bucks, the Rams, all picked as Super Bowl contending teams. He does have a wild card on this list, mm-hmm. and that's the Philadelphia Eagles. Mm-hmm. Great offseason, mm-hmm. great roster. I would take Baker Mayfield over Jalen Hurts. I would, too. I, I would, too. Is there anyone on that list that is excluded, in your opinion, that could actually win a Super Bowl? I don't think the Raiders can win the Super Bowl. I think they're a playoff team. They were last year, and I think they're really interesting. I don't think they're a Super Bowl team. Dallas didn't make his list. Right. I think the NFC— Is that surprising, though? I don't know if it's surprising. Uh, Okay, so Philly in the the NFC. Green Bay, Philly, Tampa Bay— and the Rams. Mm-hmm. Only four teams in the NFC can win the NFC and win the Super Bowl. I would think Dallas would then be number five, right? If if he said, okay, well, well who's... Well, Baker Mayfield's Carolina Panthers. Yeah. You'd have to say Dallas, right? Mm-hmm. San Francisco? Mm. Depending mm. what the quarterback situation yeah. is. Arizona not on that list? Shouldn't be. I know they started off great last year, but mm-hmm. completely fell off. And look, San Francisco was in the NFC title game last year, so... Obviously closer than Dallas. Any long shot of Minnesota? No. Just because you don't trust Kirk Cousins? Correct. I agree. Tennessee? And a quarterback? No. I think Tennessee takes a major step back this year. I don't want I hate to use the word fraudulent, but Cleveland's not on that list. One of the weakest one seeds we've had in the AFC, mm. and they just traded their second best offensive guy. Yeah. The longer things draw out in Cleveland, mm-hmm. better or worse. If you're a Cleveland Browns fan thinking that Deshaun Watson can play. Feels like better because I feel like had they done this already, it would have been a longer suspension because it would have been a direct reaction to Trevor Bauer. Yeah. And what baseball did with him. And it feels like the longer this goes, it's going to involve a little bit more nuance and perhaps a legitimate negotiation between Deshaun's people and the NFL folks. Right. It And I we talked about this the other day. For a while, you sort of thought, he's going to miss a year no matter what. It's hard to find that many people who feel that strongly about that Still. right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let me give you three AFC teams. Okay. You tell me who makes the most noise. I'll make it four. Okay. Jacksonville. And mm-hmm. we, we alluded to this. I think Jacksonville's right. interesting, man. We just we, yeah. we quietly just... Think that Trevor Lawrence isn't going to make a jump? Mm-hmm. Jacksonville, Pittsburgh, Miami, New York Jets. Which of those four finished the best in the AFC? Because I can make cases for all four. Uh, I think the Jets have had a great offseason. Mm-hmm. Pittsburgh is formidable. That offense is going to be boring as hell. Completely boring. Yeah. They're going to be hard to score they're, against, and Najee Harris is going to be really good. They're nowhere close to Roethlisberger's Super Bowl year, but mm-hmm. the – the blueprint was Jerome Bettis, strong running game, mm-hmm. really good defense, quarterback, don't make mistakes. Yeah. I'm not saying that that's where they're close to, but you mentioned Mike Tomlin. Mm-hmm. We've talked about their defense. Najee Harris, if if Pickett is serviceable, it's a better team than what people are thinking. 
the Dolphins had a great offseason. Mm-hmm. Can Tua be the guy? Is Zach Wilson the guy? Is Trevor Lawrence the guy? All four teams, yeah. questions at quarterback, but I thought they had really good offseasons. Yeah, I, I could not agree more. I think I think that I'll, I'll go Jags. Uh, first of all, I think Tennessee takes a step back in that division. I, I still believe Trevor Lawrence could be really good in this league, and now he has a coach who actually cares and is like going to come to the games and stuff yeah. and not kick people. Respecting uh, the grind. You know, not, they're not going to be doing lap dances. So, uh, I, you know, good draft. Mm-hmm. I'll say Jacksonville, but I but I agree. Like the Pittsburgh Steelers are, on a week to week basis are going to be tough to play. Yes, and they made the playoffs last year, and I do think they're better at quarterback this season. I think Ben was a liability last year, mm-hmm. and I think the Jets are trending in the right direction. Feels like they're a little ways away. There was a point with Ben last year that you, I legitimately thought he couldn't throw the ball over twenty yards. I mean, so you you could game plan that his passes traveled. The least amount of distance so of any bad. quarterback in the league last year. It was hard to watch. Oh, I loved watching it. I, I mean, trust me. I was, I was hoping Ben and the Steelers would look at each other and go, you know what? Let's run it back one more year. I was hoping that would continue, but that offense is going to be boring as hell with a low ceiling, and they are in a tough division. Mm-hmm. I mean, the AFC North as a whole. You look at different rankings: Baltimore, Cleveland, top secondaries in all of the NFL. Miles Garrett, T.J. Watt. Those defenses very formidable. This year for uh, for the Cincinnati Bengals, plenty more uh, football still to come between now and training camp. But now let's get to our locks of the night. Hey, degenerates! Look at that. It's Austin's time on for it. locks of the weekend. I presented we'd get by him, Cincy you know, maybe shirts. Slipping a little Visit bit in either there. of their two stores, he's in tweeting. downtown or he's in Hyde Park. Check Cincy them out anytime right at cincyshirts.com and follow them he's on Twitter them at Cincy Shirts. Now, Urban let's Meyer make shirt. you some yeah. money. Grinding. How about this, Mo? Yeah, Cincy shirts. You could say on fire right now. Mm-hmm. They just got the, the Skyline deal closed. Yes. A new line is out now, La Rosa's. Mm-hmm. They're taking all these Cincinnati favorites, the Cincinnati mainstays. Uh, you get the uh, La Rosa shirts and really cool what they're doing right now. They're doing a fundraiser tee for the folks in Goshen. Yes. Devastated by the uh, tornado. Um, proceeds benefit Matthew 25, who's helping with the release relief efforts. That's CincyShirts.com. Type Goshen into the search box. Uh, they're on it. Anytime something bad happens around here, Cincy Shirts always steps up to the plate, and uh, they make a way to give back. Uh, certainly glad that uh, we spared any human toll in Goshen. Yes. Also, uh, there are people whose lives were saved because folks who do weather for a living broke into broadcasts. Yes. So the next time that happens, you understand why. Good on the folks at CincyShirts.com, and, uh, and yeah, that money goes towards the folks at Matthew 25 Ministries who do just uh, amazing work when, when disaster strikes. I hope Austin is ready. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit 
credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. I hope he's got his finger on the button. We'll Uh-oh. see if he's actually paying attention. I'll Uh-oh. give you a couple of baseballs. I like the Pirates plus 180 tonight against Milwaukee. I like uh, the Detroit Tigers plus 155 in their matchup against the Chicago White Sox. It is absolutely maddening to me that you cannot bet with lines on NBA Summer League oh, games. This doesn't make any sense oh, to me. Uh, none of the major sportsbook app ha- apps have lines on these games, and so you're going to have to find somebody willing to make the wager. You're going to have to call your guy yeah. and do this Uh-oh. because tonight Uh-oh. the NBA Summer League debut of the Deuce McBride-led New York Knicks. Wow. We are the New York Knicks. Even money against the Golden we State the Warriors. NBA Vegas Summer League tonight, 8 p.m. on ESPN. Get a chance to watch my guy Deuce, recent guest on our show, lead the Knicks to a victory. Summer League game one. You can bet on Summer League champs. Knicks plus 2,500. Buy it now! Did I see this right? (laughs) Was it Obi Toppin was like plus one... 75 or something crazy on the court, and Julius Randle was a minus? The last 15 games of the year, yes. Julius Randle was a disaster last year, and unfortunately they're stuck with him. Obi Top in the last 15 games of the year last season. Ready? Best big man in the league. Hmm. Take that. Most really good big men were in cruise control because their teams were going to the playoffs. But nonetheless, Summer League Mm -hmm. champs! Mm I'll take the easy way out tonight. I'd like the Yankees to win game two of the Subway Series. Really going out on a limb. Really going out on a limb. I, I wanted to make sure I cashed in yesterday. I did with the Yankees. I'm not going to do it because I, I'm, I, I do think it's going to be a fantastic pitching matchup tonight. I am interested to watch Rays, Reds, Cy Young candidate in the American League versus Luis Castillo and what he's done with the Cincinnati Reds. But from a betting standpoint, New York Yankees mm-hmm. and Novak Djokovic to win Wimbledon. All right, very good. Have they? Has he? He won. He just Joker advanced. advanced. He uh, he's playing with a little chip on the shoulder. Remember, like twelve years ago, when people were talking about him being washed up. How about this though? You want to talk about two demonstrative players on a court? Yes. Him versus Kyrgios. Yes. You know Kyrgios is going to try to get in his head. He's mm-hmm. going to have the antics. He's going to do the talking. What if Joker's like beating him and it's like, you know, 6-2, 4-love oh. or 6-2, 6-2, 4-love third set? Is Kyrgios going to do the crap where he's whacking the ball between his legs and I stuff? I hope so. <laughs> that dude's a clown. <laughs> want to wager so. on the PG Sittenfeld verdict, which Ooh. is out? Is it the out verdict yet? is in. The verdict's I, in? The verdict is in. We don't know when it's going to be announced. Not we, guilty. Want to wager on that? Can you take action on that? You want to do Skyline for A few it? people in this building that would, I'm sure. Yeah. I don't think he's going to be found guilty either. Oh, so we can. I think hung jury. I'm going to go hung jury. Whoa. Yeah. I'm going to go hung jury with PG. Now, you might Should be able to do that. on the show with Mo this afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> you got him coming in? <laughs> Have you heard this? <clears throat> we get we keep getting emails about Chinadu Mendukwe. Oh. And, hey, he can come on to talk about his lessons for <laughs> athletes maintaining financial responsibility. And we're Ooh. like, okay. Then we got one that's like, you know, he could talk about the breakup of the Pac-12. And we've mm. responded to say, like, buddy, we want Chinadum on the show. But yeah. we want to ask about narking out P.G. <laughs> Sittenfeld yeah. and working for the feds and what's that like. Right. And we have not yet gotten a response. I'm going to go Snitch. hung jury. I'm going hung jury. Okay. Hung jury minus 120. That's minus 120? 
I don't know. What's I'm the just, dog here? I, I think the dog has to be guilty, right? Okay. Well, plus plus 135. Karen Johnson of WLWT uh, just tweeted that, uh, hang on, the courtroom is still closed. People mm. are starting to gather. Mm. No sighting of Sittenfeld defense team or mm. prosecutor. So mm. it could be, I'm going hung jury. Okay. Austin, what do you got? Uh, I'm going to say not guilty. You're I'll going not guilty just to be the odd man out. All right, so I'm going. See, I'm taking. But see, I'm going the long shot. How many trials end with I a hung jury? I think the long shot. Uh, I'm going hung jury. All right. What are we wagering? I also don't care. <laughs> How about we wager someone having to go to go get us food next I time we ask? I don't know that I care that much either. I see. Fly. I see Bill Cunningham walking past my studio, speakerphone out, Uh-oh. just talking, walking down the halls. What's what's we should get his thoughts on this. Get his thoughts. <laughs> Where should we? Where should our money? Go? I'm going hung jury Let's with PG. Break. Hung jury means they have another trial. Loser has to buy us lunch from the uh, deli downstairs. That means you have to go get the it. The show is brought right. to you by Skyline Thanks, Chili, Austin. not the deli downstairs. That's two for two. It's that, not was, since, that was trying to be a comeback to the previous conversation. Cincy 360, a service of the deli downstairs. Those folks want to spend some have, money. It's first time you boys have mentioned Skyline all day. PG going to go to the can for 20 years because he took See some ya. money from. Is that really going to happen? See ya. Huh? <laughs> PG. See ya. Can we get John Sterling I to tell call you this what, verdict? I'll say this. If you go to PG Sittenfeld's Twitter, he hadn't tweeted in a while, but he yeah. tweeted when this all happened. He sounds like a kid running for student council. Mm. I mean, I'll go watch it. It, it. I even, like, I think I retweeted it and said, is this guy being suspended from city council or student council? Yeah. Mm. That answer and more how'd in you like, How'd you like to be him at this moment right now? Mm. Like, they're deciding, you're going to go the, the joint for a yeah, while? What a terrible feeling. Or are you going to have, like, the greatest weekend of all time? Are and, you are you gonna rage this weekend? Or yeah. Are you gonna be in the clink? I mean, think about it. I don't think he'll go to the can immediately. They'll, you know, if he is found guilty, they'll sentence him later. But that, I mean, think about that. Yeah. Over you, under on words spoken on that car ride to the courthouse. Mm. Ooh. Think they're listening now? Oh, have to be. Might think be. they're think they're checking out. Might be. <laughs> what, those guys, what are those guys having to say? But think about that. Like now, I feel uh, like I'm on the hit list. <laughs> this afternoon, this afternoon, either the decision is going to be made as to whether you're just gonna just crush it this week. Could you imagine the party you would have? Oh, if you were to be found not guilty of something like this, does he still have the money? Could right. he use that on the party? Could the money he got does he from have a the party planning committee from the feds? Or the weekend is going to be awful as you sit there and wonder. How long am I away? Yeah, how? what's life going to be like when I get out of the camp? Doesn't yeah. he have a pregnant wife, too? Uh, that I know he has a little boy. Yeah. I, that I don't know. And, and there's a big part of me that goes, I'm not sure that he should be taken away from his son for what he did yeah. if he is found guilty. But, I mean, just imagine, imagine that right now, that car ride, you're heading oh. over. You making small talk? Kid's probably crying. Yeah. Hey, what do you think the Reds are going to do at the deadline, Peach? Yeah. Huh? What do you got? Huh? Want to stop off and get Peach. something to eat? Peach. But, but the ride back? You think they're going to get Chin on the radio? Let me tell <laughs> think they're getting in Duke. But like- Added the, them on the head. They said, the, oh, the, Chin are doing the courtroom. <laughs> <laughs> the courtroom is downtown. Yeah. I'm going to every bar in town oh, if I'm, I'm acquitted hopping. tonight. Hey, I'm honey, hope we got a sitter tonight. Yeah. I'm going after it. Man. What a night that would be. What a fun way to end this segment and get to Charlie Goldsmith. <laughs> Charlie Goldsmith on Reds and Bengals when Let's we come Charlie back. Charlie says about Loud talkback guy talkbacks today as well. Cincy 360, ESPN 1530. Hey, Mo, we're a service of Skyline Chili and not go. the deli not, downstairs. Not the deli downstairs. Finally, we'll be back. About Cincinnati from Cincinnati. This is ESPN 1530, Cincinnati Sports Station. All right, here we go. Hour number two. Just minutes away now from loud talkback 
loud talkback guy talkbacks. How's that? That's easy to what? say. Always loud talkback guy. You're going to do what with And who? his talkbacks today. But before that, as we do each and every Friday, Charlie Goldsmith is joining us to talk some Reds, to talk some Bengals. He does so by covering them for Cincinnati.com, joining us now. Charlie, what's happening? What's up? The, the talkbacks have been getting better and better. I've been very impressed. Thank you, Charlie. Maybe we need a Charlie Goldsmith talkback day. Gonna... I would be nervous to hear someone try a Charlie Goldsmith impression. <laughs> that, that, I don't know that that's something I want to want to hear. Charlie, let's uh, let's start with the Reds. Um, put your your Nick Crawl hat on for a minute, and now between that trade deadline, um, what would be your priority list on moves that this team needs to make for the future? Certainly. It was fascinating. I was talking to Tommy Pham the other day, and Tommy was saying how all the Reds need is they're one or two pieces away from being a contender in 2023. And, you know, I, I don't necessarily buy that personally. And what's fascinating is Nick Kroll is about to, going to, is about to have to decide whether or not he thinks the Reds have any realistic shot at all of being competitive in 2023. Yeah. If that's not the case, then you look at the Castillo trade very, very closely uh, maximizing return, maybe not even necessarily with people who are already in the big leagues, but looking at uh, top 100 caliber prospects that could bolster your farm system and build for 24. And then you have the expiring guys, your Drury's, your fams, your Naquins, your uh, farmers under contract for a while, but the Reds have a couple shortstops coming up behind him. So you start having the conversation about maximizing the value of all those players. We understand for this team, there are cornerstone pieces. One of those is Jonathan India, who just a couple days ago spoke about his slump yesterday in a doubleheader, uh, four hits, um, some big time at-bats for him. He, he gets the go-ahead hit in game two. How important was that just for Jonathan India? I know he's been in and out with the injuries. He's had a couple scares. It just feels like he hasn't really had a chance to get into a rhythm this year, but a good step forward yesterday. Yeah, I asked India the other day just, felt like a weird season, right? And he goes, you have no idea, basically. There was the hamstring. There was, you know, he comes back after all that time and gets hit on the pitch by a wrist and again on the ankle. He's not 100% right now because after the pitch hit his ankle, he's now running at the top peak speed. He, he could be otherwise. And he said, swing-wise, he just hasn't felt comfortable. He says his swing cap is off. He's studying his best swings from the 2021 season to try to get a better sense of what worked best for him last season. So, you know, it was only one, two games, one day yesterday, but certainly that's the kind of thing you can build on the kind of positive reinforcement. And really, no matter what India does this season, the Reds are still extremely high on him and his future with the team. One of the other cornerstones, Tyler Stevenson. What's the latest on Tyler Stevenson, the rehab assignment, and when we expect him to get back to this Reds club? He's expected to DH tonight in AAA, and after that they're going to reevaluate, which certainly means there's a chance he could be back with the Reds on Saturday or Sunday or, you know, in my opinion, at the latest for the start of the road trip next week. Um, Stevenson, I think, is their best player. You know, Stevenson and Indy haven't played a game together since April 15th, and, you know, the Reds were doing just fine on April 15th. So that was kind of before it all snowballed. So overall, that's a big step for the Reds getting Stevenson back. Uh, you mentioned the road trip. How about this stretch coming up for this team? The Tampa Bay Rays in town this weekend. Arguably the best team in baseball, the New York Yankees on the road, St. Louis on the road, all before the All-Star break. 
This series, though, if you want to talk about pitching from three different aspects, you get Luis Castillo against arguably the favorite for the Cy Young in the American League tonight, Hunter Green, who has struggled as of late, and then Nick Lodolo, who dazzled in his first start back with the team. How intriguing is this trio of pitchers for so many different reasons for the Reds this weekend? That's the reason to watch the Reds right now. The number one reason to watch the Reds is because Casillo's electric and he could be making his final few starts with the team. And then Lodolo and Green, they're at the other stage of their careers where they're trying to build the consistency to make that leap as a young pitcher that Casillo made a few years before them. So, you know, overall, that, again, the number one reason to watch the Reds right now are the steps that Green and Lodolo and Ashcraft are taking. Figuring out, I'm curious, who's going to be the best pitcher of that group? figuring out how much the Reds are going to need to add to the long-term rotation around them and seeing how that group develops. We know what Luis Castillo is. I was so impressed with Nick Lodolo's first start back. Hunter Green, to me, is is the question now because when he was drafted, so much was made about the fastball. But if you look across the landscape of Major League Baseball and you pick any random game to watch, there's a high likelihood that a pitcher in that game is pumping 98, 99, 100 on the gun. So – it is more now than just fastballs. Where does Hunter Green need to develop the most between now and the end of this season to feel really good about him going into next year? Yeah, a couple things. First, he talks about this concept of doubling up, which is a, pit, a pitch sequencing term. You know, he only throws two pitches right now. So long term, the number one thing he's going to need to develop is his changeup. But in the short term, he needs a better, more consistent strategy of doubling up, and that means – you know, when you throw fastball, fastball, slider, slider, fastball, fastball, for example, he says the second pitch in that sequence always needs to be better than the first pitch. Because if you throw a worse pitch that someone had just seen, there's a good chance it's going to be squared up. And when Green hasn't doubled up pitches at a high level, he's been getting squared up. So the big focus for him, how he can develop this season because he's probably not going to start throwing his change of 20 times a game this year, is how well he can improve that pitch, sequence, pitch sequencing, and when he does double up, throw better pitches that second time around. Lastly on the Reds, Charlie, um, Brandon Drury is having a career year. How do you view him as it relates to this trade, down, trade deadline? Because he's hitting for more power than he ever has. He's been more consistent at the plate. He's put together a really good average is this one of those situations where you strike while the iron's hot and you try to sell high, or knowing how much you're paying him, do you try to hold on to a Brandon Drury and maybe make him one of those pieces you bring back next year? So the question is what Brandon Drury's overall feeling is. He's having an incredible stretch. I still haven't seen enough that I view him as a long-term starter at third base. Um, I, I don't think there's enough offensive upside there personally, especially with where he is at his career in 29. At 29, he's not at all in the same timeline as the young players the Reds are building around. So in that case, you know, the Reds front office is likely to take a very analytical view. And we can talk about some, some or, you know, we can reference some similar uh, players who have been in similar stages of their career. I like to think of Eduardo Escobar last season with the Diamondbacks. And the rebuilding team got some helpful stuff back for a player who was having the hottest stretch of his career. And it certainly would make sense for the Reds to try the same strategy. Charlie Goldsmith, on top of keeping up with the Reds and all the transactions and the news coming out of this organization, you're also keeping tabs on the Cincinnati Bengals for Cincinnati.com. It feels at this point with the Reds' struggles 
that the Bengals season is just inching closer. But we are under that kind of three-week window now where we're going to get the Bengals back. We're going to go into training camp. If I if I if I'm thinking back to last year, outside of Joe Burrow's health, going into camp, I'm asking the question, is Zach Taylor the guy for the job? Obviously, that's not the question this year because he just went to the Super Bowl last year. But how much does this year now weigh on the growth of Zach Taylor as a head coach in the National Football League? So my number one biggest question this season is, what does a Zach Taylor offense mean? Like we talk about all these different schemes and we talk about all these different aspects of different schemes, the Shanahan offense, the McVay offense. Like these are very well-established right now, and the Bengals offense has pulled from both of them very closely. The Bengals offense runs a little more spread than them, but I still don't think we have the answer yet to what the Taylor offense looks like because so much of what they've had to do has been overcoming a bad offensive line. So now that the offensive line is going to be good, you know, what wrinkles does Taylor put that are unique? What does that Taylor stamp on an offense look like? Right. And is he able to develop himself as a play caller enough, really as a play designer enough, to where teams are starting to pull from the Bengals' offense, which we really haven't seen yet. So I'm fascinated to see how kind of Zach grows and develops an identity in that area, and that's the number one thing I'm watching this year. So long uh, still to go, but if if there was an intriguing camp storyline for you, this team is pretty solid at starter. In years past, maybe we're identifying who's going to be a starter, and I know left guard is a question, but if you're looking for a big camp storyline that you're going to be watching uh, at the end of this month, what is that going to be for you? This is kind of cheating, but I can't wait until the Rams come to town. The number one storyline for me is what the heck the Bengals offense tries to do to attack that Staley defense. Remember the defenses the Bengals struggled the most against last season? That was the Broncos. That was the Bears. That was the 49ers. That was the Rams. A lot of those defenses had, you know, the Staley principle. The Chargers, of course, uh, had these Staley principles in common, these Fangio principles in common, and came from the exact same coaching tree. And the Rams famously, you know, had these joint practices in 2020 against Staley when he was their defensive coordinator, and that led to all these big changes in their offense. And since so much of the league is trending in that way, my big question is how the Bengals use that time. Yeah. to try to develop a better plan against that style of defense because they didn't have a good plan against that style of defense last year. And they're going to need to be better against it in 2022. Awesome stuff. Charlie Goldsmith nailed it as always. Each and every Friday joining us, Reds, Bengals, we are so close to the start of preseason and training camp for the Bengals. Stick with us. Uh, Charlie, appreciate your time as always, buddy. I look forward to our talks each and every week. We'll talk to you again next Friday. Thanks, Tony. Yes, sir. Charlie Goldsmith covering the Reds and the Bengals for Cincinnati.com. His life about to get a lot busier. When we come back, loud talkback guy day talkbacks. And if you don't want to leave a loud talkback, you can leave your normal talkback, but we'll get to those when we come back. The Friday edition, Cincy 360 on ESPN 1530 Cincinnati Sports Station. Dashenergy.com. 
No one covers the Bengals like ESPN 1530, Cincinnati's sports station. Cincy 360 carries on on ESPN 1530, Cincinnati Sports Station. It's that time for talkbacks. Press the yes, microphone it is. and record your message for Austin and Tony. Yeah, we got a lot to clean. take care of today. And don't be mean. <laughs> Add a sprinkle, sprinkle, drip, drip. It's that time for talkbacks. It's our favorite part of Cincy 360. Austin, buddy, play that talk back on your screen and please try not to sabotage it. Hey, real mm-hmm. quick, Austin, shout out again to Ben Schoolyard 513. Great job. Whose edits just continue to knock it out of the park. <laughs> um, it was fantastic. I'm, I'm retweeting it right now, but it is a loud talk back guy day here on Cincy 360. Let's Tony, get right into we it. We had three talkbacks come in before 7 a.m. I love it. 608, 630, 640. Let's go. This is, Let's go. This is our very first one at 608 a.m. Yeah, it's Carl Maline from The Lone, <laughs> and I'm shooting too. Vote for Reagan next week. Okay. Thank you, Carl. All right. Carl Maline from The Lone. Shooting two. Shooting two. Not shooting two. Yeah, I'm just waking up for my uh, my slumber, and I'm getting ready to go to my dead-end job. Uh, you know, them reds are so bad. Uh, you know, India can hit. I miss him. I miss watching him play. Uh, it's a good day to be alive, yeah. I think. <laughs> this is going to be fun. This is going to be good. Just another day at my dead-end job. <laughs> Reds are not a very good team this year. Their bullpen is awful. I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. <laughs> Home Alone 2 was way better than Home Alone 1. <laughs> Go Bucks. Ooh. Like that? No. Yeah, I like big butts, and I cannot lie. <laughs> Mayo on burgers is okay by me. <laughs> Bengals are gonna win the Super Bowl. Reds are gonna win the toilet bowl. <laughs> Loud talk back guy, Johnny Moon from the Ding. Love you, brother. Keep up the good work. Yeah. Uh. I'm here at my dead-end job, and uh, glad the Reds got a split yesterday. My Astros, they keep on winning, and uh, Glenview is a nice golf course, and uh, global warming, yeah. He said global warming. Yeah. Uh, On the weekends, I like to sleep in late. (laughs) I think the Bengals will be good this year. Mm -hmm. I like my boss in my dead-end job because he lets us listen to Cincy 360. Hell yeah. In the winter, I like to put snow in my bong because it cools the smoke down. (laughs) Go Bearcats. <laughs> Due to a vasectomy, a man from the Ville 
his balls swelled so much that he can no longer sprinkle, sprinkle, drip, drip. Now it's spooge, spooge, blank, blank. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Hello, this is former President Ronald Reagan, and, well, even though I may not be able to do a proper loud talkback guy impersonation, that doesn't mean that I'm not his biggest fan. I am. In fact, I can think of no one better at rolling through a varied and wide-ranging list of topics as he can. You talk about a great communicator, he's the one. About that, some love for oh, a loud yeah. talk back guy from former President Reagan. Yeah, the Reds are off to a bad start this year. It'd be hard to come back from it. <laughs> Beat up suit is overrated. <laughs> Got a good atmosphere there, though. Good beer selection. Jelaine Maxwell got hosed on her sentencing. I think 20 years is a little too harsh. <laughs> Bengal secondary looks good. <laughs> yeah, I like boxers, not briefs. <laughs> <laughs> the universe is probably formed in two days. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. raining right now. Sometimes the leaves turn yellow. This Reds team isn't very good. Also, Chad Brindle. <laughs> Yeah, I think Jesse Bates shows up to training camp on time. Yeah. He'd be a fool not to. I think Ooh. the Warriors and the Celtics will probably play each other again in next year's finals. <laughs> you guys remember Norris Hopper? Yeah. Man, that dude could lay down a bunt. <laughs> Reds legend, Norris Hopper. Yeah, I, I think the Reds, they're, they're terrible. Wish Boston had pulled out a win against Curry. <laughs> I like that Johnny from El Healthy guy. I, I think he reads better books than Peppy Patty. <laughs> Love the show. Go Bengals. Thank you. Hey, this is Chuck, the paintball guru. Oh, Sorry, paintball. Mo. Got to agree with Austin. Mayo on burrs. That's the Mo. way to go. Also, I put my vote behind former president ronnie and his running mate kermit that's my vote i'm, I'm tony as always on this loud talk back friday i tell you to stay low stay quiet aim true see ya <laughs> what the hell was that 
Yeah, I was listening to ESPN Radio this morning. Keyshawn Johnson talking about the Lakers. Said that the championship Jabbar won in Milwaukee don't really count. Nobody cares about it. Just a five in L.A. Kareem. That's so stupid. The people in Milwaukee care about it. Yeah. Our, whoever's president, we need transparency. He said, all right. <laughs> so he started that talk back off with, yeah, and he couldn't get the end of it in. We've already had two perfect. Let's just listen to this again. Yeah, I was yeah. listening. <laughs> Hi. I was just thinking that maybe Greta Van Susteren had daddy issues like all these Formula One drivers we keep hearing about. <laughs> the Reds, I still suck. <laughs> and uh, Tony Pike is the greatest quarterback hey. ever. Hey. Show back at What a day. Hey, Tony. Hey, Lindsay. Why do I have a feeling I'm going to go to bed next Friday night and wake up Saturday morning with Ronald Reagan making a huge leap in vote count? Mm. He called me Lindsay. Lindsay. Did I miss something? Hey, I just want to say that I was just listening to Sloney, <laughs> and he had some chef on there, and they asked him what he liked on his hamburger, and the first thing he said was mayonnaise. Mm -hmm. So that's a, that should be many votes for mayonnaise. I like mayonnaise. <laughs> also like to say that Baker Mayfield is going to kill it in Carolina with all the insurance companies out there. Uh, I think we should trade David Bell and Nick Craw and big props to FC. Shout out. Wild we had a, we had a chef in studio today. I got to meet him. His name's Christian from the Food Network. Mm. He's pro mayo on burgers. Mm. Yeah, I ran out of time, but I wanted to say <laughs> God bless America. God bless Talkback. Yeah. God bless mayonnaise. Mm. God bless the Bengals. God bless the Bearcats. And God bless my dead-end job. <laughs> Yeah, I think the Reds yeah. did pretty good yesterday, <laughs> taking a split, but it doesn't matter. Big shout-out to FC Cincinnati tomorrow if they can beat the number one team. Yep. Just buying time before I have to go into my dead-end job. <laughs> I think the Kyrie Irving trade to the Lakers would be best for both teams. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think the Reds are very good. <laughs> they they got some good players. Ren, Renfro. <laughs> Senzel. Renfro? You know, I don't know. I don't think Baker Mayfield is as bad as people say. Yeah. I'm glad to see him getting out of his dead-end job like, like mine. <laughs> yeah. The, the Bengals are going to win the AFC North. Chris in Alexandria, loud talkback guy forever. Thanks, Chris. Chris did a good job there of kind of talking to yourself between yes. uh, thoughts. Yes. Yeah. Hi, Tony. This is Ken from the Lex. Hey, Ken. I don't have a loud talkback for you, but I just wanted to point out something. I'm the one who busted your chops <laughs> the other day for saying Wimbledon instead oh. of Wimbledon. Sorry about that. It just kind of makes me crazy. But what I want to point out is that when – Tom from BBC did his report yesterday. He said Wimbledon. Mm. And I'm guessing he did that on purpose. What do you think? Yeah, it's crazy because he's across the pond. So he should know. Hey, Ken, it's important to know everybody is out to get you. Don't forget that. Mm. 
Shout out, Houston Astros. Nope, not doing this. Yeah, I think Mayo <laughs> does go on hamburgers. Not sure about hot dogs, though. <laughs> Jonathan India looked good last night. That was good to see. Yeah. I think FC Cincinnati <laughs> gets at least a point this weekend. Uh, Jeff Klein, whomever that might be, your talkback did not process. Can't believe you skipped through my guy. Yeah. Here at my dead-end job. <laughs> this beep is beep. God. Beep yeah, beep. I see things right down the middle. The Reds <laughs> really suck. The Bengals, I think, will go 11-6. and six. Mm. Joe Burrow, MVP candidate. Mm. FC Cincinnati, they're all right. <laughs> and that God dude, he, he's pretty cool. Thanks, God. Beep, beep. If Zach Taylor takes the Bengals to three Super Bowls total in his tenure, but we lose all three of them, would he be considered the greatest Bengal coach of all time mm. because of him coaching us to three Super Bowls? Great question. Yes. Sounds like a topic for next week. Yes. <laughs> that tickers. I think you know who I'm voting for. <laughs> Try the Superfoods Bowl from First Watch. It does contain yogurt, so it could be a little fattier, but it's a lot more filling than just fruit. Oh, thank you. <laughs> And me personally, I don't like mayonnaise on my <laughs> burger. I, I, I like ketchup on it. it. It makes it taste good. Yeah. Um, I hope Peppy Patty gets her electric working. Right. Man, that, that's got to be rough. Uh, she's nice. Uh, we're pulling for you, Peppy, to get your electric working. Um, and I agree with some of the talk backers about the <laughs> Greta von Strasberg ads for the Newsmax. I don't know what's. Oh, man. Sorry. 30 yeah, seconds. I think that Arkansas is going to eat up Cincinnati. Whoa. Like Brett Bielema used to eat up a buffet table in Fayetteville. <laughs> I think Dave Parker should be in the Baseball Hall of Fame. Yeah. Could dominate a game on offense, defense. I really like that David Bell guy, <laughs> but not Mike Bell so much. Yeah. Talkback needs to end. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is uh, Mike Bell, David Bell's brother. Happy Friday, Tom. Leave it. Rocky want to shout out. Yes. Loud talk back guy. Yeah, he's got music Congrats. today. Follow up, Rocky Montana. <laughs> talk back, Friday. Yeah. Little sprinkle, sprinkle. Yeah. The T Nickel. Big HR last night. <laughs> the heavy drip, drip. For B. Drew, game winning two RBI triple. Go Bearcats. Let's go. Hell, this is uh, Tony's good friend, brother. <laughs> and I don't want to compare the two programs, but Alabama and UC. <laughs> but Alabama loses people every year. They, they get a freshman quarterback in there. Yeah. And they always, uh, uh, people don't downgrade them. They just say they're going to be a winner. <laughs> but UC. Alabama. They have the recruiting classes for the last couple of years. Why not UC? Why not us? <laughs> In my opinion, why not UC win? Thanks, Go brother. <laughs> Thank you, brother. Now, Austin knows more about this than I do, but that Don Sterling sounds like the least voked-up announcer I've ever mm. heard. Go Bengals. 
Hey, uh, pretty excited. The uh, Reds split with the uh, Pirates yesterday. Um, Pretty excited also. uh, It's Friday, so my dead-end job. I only got a few hours left. Yeah. Also, um, the the Bengals are good, and I got uh, some crackers in the mail. They're half Reese Ritz crackers, peanut butter, and half Oreos, so those are going to be exciting. Yeah. I'm just reading through our Twitter. People's like, guys said he had to pull over. He was laughing so hard. Yeah, I think the Reds are super crappy. I think the Bengals are going to go undefeated and win the Super Bowl. Yeah. yeah. Joe Burrow is going to be MVP. Mm. <laughs> William Marge would make the best president and vice president of talkbacks, obviously. Never kick a fresh turd on a sunny day. (laughs) (laughs) Words to live by. Steak from Lower Indian Hill. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Yeah, I think Drew from Pleasant Ridge deserves a lot more credit for this whole talkback segment. Mm-hmm. He does. Fred Stink. Today. Mom, not now. <laughs> I'm on the radio. Sorry, guys. Gotta go meatloaf for lunch. Yo, boys, DK from the Hill. <clears throat> big, big FC match tomorrow. Huge. City's got to show out. Yep. You know what it is. And as always, Austin, OH, Antone, I, uh, you always zip them up. Oh, man. Austin, again, not falling for it. Yeah, I think the Reds will be good. <laughs> When they get rid of Otto and Moustakas' contract. Moustakas. <laughs> Has anybody seen the Warbler lately? <laughs> Burgers are best through the garden with mayonnaise. Mm. <laughs> that was good. Hey, Tony. Hey, Austin. Just sitting here at my dead-end job making talkbacks. About the Bearcats, you think Luke Fickle wears a snorkel when he goes scuba diving? I drank a fifth of Jack last night. (laughs) David Bell needs to learn how to use a TI graphing calculator. Mm. I have a PhD in astrophysics. (laughs) Go Bearcats. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's great that <laughs> FC Cincinnati is making a trade to, to help for the playoff push. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you think the Reds might get two all-stars in this year's game with Castilla and Drury? Castilla. And, uh, yeah, uh, I did see yeah. some highlights of Ellie De La Cruz, and he looks like a, a really promising player. Ellie hit uh, three home runs. Yeah, switch hitter home runs the other night. Yeah, Craig Bezio was a catcher <laughs> for my uh, Astros. 
uh, before they moved into second base. <laughs> I feel like the Reds could follow suit. Tyler Stevenson. <laughs> uh, Kevin Durant's not very happy right now in New York. And Kyrie Irving re-signed. <laughs> the Canadians have the number one pick in the NHL. That was good. That was Peppy good. Happy Patty from the Starbucks drive-through line. <laughs> the Bucks. Extra loud and subdued in honor of Loud Talkback Guy Friday. Guy, we appreciate you and your dead end job. Keep doing your talkbacks. Mm. Went to the Doobie Brothers concert last night, and now I know where they get their name. And um, <laughs> go FC Cincinnati. Shout out, Peppy. Also appreciate electricity. <laughs> Peppy's been going through it this week. I just can't stop thinking about Carl Maline from The Loan. Yeah, I think that Mr. Redleg should shave his mustache mm. for good luck. Yeah. Bengals are going to be real good this year. Joe Mixon, go for 2,000 yards. I think the Pluto should still be a planet. <laughs> go Bearcats. Love you, loud talk bad guy. Happy Friday. <laughs> yeah! Hey, Tony. It's me, Slick Willie. Hey, listen, buddy. I'm here at this uh, Skyline place. I got to tell you what, but this is my kind of place, man. Although they keep asking me how many hot dogs I can fit in my mouth, so I don't know what that's all about. But hey, listen, I got a nickname for uh, for Big Mo over there, Francis Ford Coppola. That's Francis Ford Coppola. Hey, yeah, the Reds are an absolute dumpster fire. <laughs> the Bengals will probably win. One or two playoff games. FC Cincinnati's probably going to win a playoff game. Looking forward to Turfway Racetrack opening Whoa. up this fall. How about that? Who day? Yes. It's big. The windshield wipers? Yeah, I think Zach Taylor's going to take a step forward this year. I think he's going to do better with the play calling with continuity with the assistant coaches and yeah pg pg's probably gonna go to jail yeah <laughs> who would you rather be deshaun or pg right now yeah 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 <laughs> yeah oh yeah it's the macho man on loud talk back guy day, ooh yeah. Now tell you what boils me up is seeing the loud pack guy guy still working that dead bit job. Yeah. Ooh yeah, I think it's Hulk Hogan's fault. Gotta hey, get him Hulk out of Hogan. it. Give that guy a job. Thank you, Macho Man. Happy loud talk back guy day. Going to beat ups to celebrate. Might stumble into Augie's for a little Whoa. dessert. Ain't got much to say, but uh, shout out to Laura's Lean Beef. <laughs> Augies, you know the rules. Let's get it. Mm. Uh, Jake. Yours, Sorry, Jake. Jake B. Yours did not did not prosper. Yeah, hi. This is PG. My least favorite bangle <laughs> of all time is Shin and Doom and Duke Way. <laughs> <laughs>
playing one right now. It's completely silent. It's too bad. Mm. Yeah, just at my dead end job. <laughs> yeah, I think the Bearcats are going to be good this year. Mm-hmm. Mm. I don't know if they're going to be as good as the Bengals were, but Vince McMahon seems like he's in a lot of trouble <laughs> paying hush money. Mm. And the Reds. I mean, what can you really say about the Reds? Right. Uh, uh, uh yeah. <laughs> Serious question. If the Bengals never beat the Dolphins in order to get the first round draft pick to take Joe Burrow, do the Browns never trade Baker Man. to the Carolina Panthers? That's a deep... And just keep him? That's deep thought here for mm-hmm. a for a Friday. For a Friday is a little too much. Oh man. Yeah, I want to give a shout out to David Bell. Absolutely. Another guy in a dead end job. <laughs> <laughs> that Logan Wilson, he's pretty good. Yeah, like Logan's him. good. Tony Austin, you guys are great. Thank you. Hope to see you soon. So in two weeks, when former Vice President Ronald Reagan is Talkback President, <laughs> what exactly is Talkback section going to look like? Eighty mm. percent of the content is about this election. Great question. And yes, I know I'm a few days late, but mayo goes on cheeseburgers. Yes, it does. Get out of here. Thank you. I think Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, and Joe Mixon will have a great year. I think the Reds won't be good for another two years. I think women should have equal pay in the workforce. Yes. I think women all around should have equal rights and control of their own body. Thank you. Thank you. I agree. Yeah, I think talkbacks... Save baseball season this year. Especially loud talkback guy. Bengals win AFC North again in flying colors. Bearcats winning AAC in flying <laughs> colors. Go Bear. Yeah. All right, so we... <laughs> We have so many talkbacks. We're not going to be able to get to all of them. We can do two more really quickly. We're already over 50. Yeah, it's calling in because I'm so sick and tired of everyone getting all giddy every time the Reds win one game. Right. I mean, come on. You know, football season is right around the way. As you can tell in my voice, I really cannot wait till football starts. College football is my favorite. I also like vanilla ice cream mm. with a little sprinkle, sprinkle, and oh. no drip, drip. Okay. Go Bearcats. Last okay. one. Trump won 2020's election. I volunteer next Friday to be Ronald Reagan impersonation day. It'd be tough. If you would have listened yesterday, Tony, though, you know that's our, our trial. Raining outside pretty hard. <laughs> The Reds are really, really sad. Mm. It's disappointing. But hey, who day? Mm. Go Bearcats and go Bobcats.
Mm. Down go the Buckeyes. Yes. All right, Tone, we're out of time. Austin, listen to the rest on the break and see if there's one more we should play when we come back. I don't know. Uh, This is why we need a third hour. Yeah. Unbelievable. Let's go. What a day. Cincy 360, ESPN 1530, Cincinnati Sports Station. ESPN 1530.iHeart.com slash rules. Cincy 360 continues on ESPN 1530, Cincinnati Sports Station. My mom always said, life is like a box. All right, Austin, it's Box of Chocolates, but we got to go. You never know what you're going to get. What do we got? We have to hey, go. Austin. Hey, Tony. Landon Davis here from Sydney, Ohio. Hey, Tony. How many retweets on Twitter for me to dump water on Austin's head as he stays at my house tonight? Thanks. Let me know. I spend the night. That's terrible. One retweet. I look. <laughs> one. I, I listened to every one we had left, and one there was retweet. none that were uh, super spectacular. Such a great day of talkbacks. That was awesome. You guys knocked it out of the park. A record banner day. Next Friday, the election. Next Thursday, the debates. Election ends Monday the 18th. Waiting word from Johnny from Mount Healthy on his Augies night. Thank you to our listeners. Augies are okay. Thank you to our uh, our callers. Thank you to all of our talkbacks. That was fantastic today. Uh, Cincy Shirts, Skyline Chili, Voke Energy. Mo joined us, hour number one. Charlie Goldsmith, hour number two. It's been a great week. We'll be back on Monday. Until then, have a great Friday and have a great weekend. ESPN 1530 Cincinnati. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.